0: First Chronicles chapter 5: The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel. He was the firstborn, but when he defiled his father's marriage bed, his rights as firstborn were given to the sons of Joseph, son of Israel, so that he could not be listed in the genealogical record in accordance with his birthright and though Judah was the strongest of his brother and a ruler came from him, the rights of the firstborn belonged to Joseph. the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanuk, Palu, Hezron and Kami. The descendants of Joel, Shemaiah his son, Gog his son, Shemaiah his son, Micah his son, Riah his son, Baal his son, and Bera his son, whom Tiglath-Pilsa, king of Assyria, took into exile. Bera was the leader of the Reubenites. Their relatives by clans listed according to their genealogical records. Jael the chief, Zechariah and Bela son of Azaz, the son of Shema, the son of Joel, they settled in the area from Aria, to Nebo and Baal-meon. To the east they occupied the land up to the edge of the desert that extends to the Euphrates River because their livestock had increased in Gilead. During Saul's reign they waged war against the Hagrites who were defeated at their hands. They occupied the dwellings of the Hagrites throughout the entire region of Gilead. The Gadites lived next to them in Bashan as far as Salika. Joel was the chief, Shapham the second, Jenai and then Shaphat in Bashan. Their relatives by families were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jachan, Ziah and Eber, seven in all. These were the sons of Abihel, son of Hurai, the son of Joriah, the son of Gilead, the son of Michael, the son of Jeshishai, the son of Jaddo, the son of Buz. I, son of Abidil, the son of Gunai, was the head of their family. The Gadites lived in Gilead, in Bashan and its outlying villages, and on all the pasture land of Sharon as far as they extended. All these were entered into the genealogical records during the reigns of Jotham, king of Judah, and Jeroboam, king of Israel. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had 44,760 men ready for military service, able-bodied men who could handle shield and sword, who could use a bow and who were trained for battle. They waged war against the Hagrites, Jutta, Naphesh and Nodab. They were helped in fighting them and God delivered the Hagrites and all their allies into their hands because they cried out to him during the battle. He answered their prayers because they trusted in him. They seized the livestock of the Hagrites, 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and 2,000 donkeys. They also took 100,000 people captive and many others fell slain because the battle was God's and they occupied the land until the exile. The people of the half-tribe of Manasseh were numerous. They settled in the land from Bashan to Baal-Herman, Hermon, is, Senai, Mount Hermon. These were the heads of their families, Ephah, Ishai, Eliel, Azriel, Jeremiah, Hadive, and Jadil. They were brave warriors, famous men and heads of their families, but they were unfaithful to the God of their ancestors and prostituted themselves to the gods of the peoples of the land whom God had destroyed before them. So the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Pul, king of Assyria, that is Pelissa, king of Assyria, who took the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh into exile. He took them to Hala, Harar, Harah and the river Gozan, where they are to this day.
1: Luke chapter seven. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, was ill and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves to have you do this, because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Soon afterwards, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow and a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier they were carrying him on, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe, and praise God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, illnesses and evil spirits and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight. The lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes. No, those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he all the people even the tax collectors when they heard Jesus words acknowledged that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John but the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John Jesus went on to say to what then can i compare the people of this generation what are they like they are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and you say, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. when the Pharisee, who had invited him, saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One of them owed him 500 denarii, and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. For more resources to help you bring the Word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.